Hi, everybody. Welcome back to the This Day podcast. My name is Megan, and I'm so excited that you would take the time to join us on this brand new episode of the podcast. This week, we are welcoming a special, special guest and a new friend, Brigitte Bornstein, to the podcast. She's going to bring some incredible, incredible tips to how we can live in a healthier, healthier lifestyle. So tune in right now to hear this incredible episode with our new sweet friend, Brigitte. Totally. Oh my gosh. Um, well, if I were to meet you in a random coffee shop and be saying, hey, how's it going? I would say my name is Brigitte Borenstein. Um, a lot of people remember my name. I'm not named after The Sound of Music, but most people remember my name because there's a little one of the girls in The Sound of Music. Her name is Brigitte. Um, I am 26 years old. I have a crazy little five-month-year-old boy. Sorry, five-month-year-old. See, you can tell I am a new mom. <laughs> I have a five-month-old boy named Russell. Um, I'm married to my husband named Drew. And I, oh my gosh, I love making people feel better. I know. I, I don't know how else to put it more simply than that, but I I have a health and wellness business where I connect people with, you know, things that can fuel their bodies and make them feel, um, you know, ideally just feel their best. I believe that we were all created, you know, God made you perfectly. God made all of us just perfectly to function perfectly and optimally. And I feel like life is too short to be tired all the time. So um, that is what I do. And I'm very passionate about putting support behind, you know, the products that we get and being a cheerleader in someone's corner. And then my podcast um, started a couple years ago because I, um, you know, I do believe that wellness plays a huge part in how we show up. You know, if you're energized, that's going to change how you serve the people around you versus if you're super tired all the time and not feeling your best and not feeling your most confident, that's going to change it too. So my podcast is um, it's just for fun, but I'm definitely not not passionate about that. And our um, it's called Best You Can Be, and the mission is to cultivate confidence through leadership and wellness. Um, so kind of just like marrying those two things together. I don't know how is that, Megan? I love it. I literally now I want to watch The Sound of Music, and I didn't even make the connection between your name and the girl's name in The Sound of Music. So now I want to watch The Sound of Music. Very excited about that. Movie. I support that. <laughs> very, very excited. And on that note, we're going to take a hard left to um, your podcast. So you talked a little bit about it in your intro, but tell, like, talk about how you got started, like how your journey on that road to podcasting began, how like best you can be kind of birthed, how it all started. Um. Okay. So, you know, it's funny because I've actually, I have gotten asked that before and it's still something that I struggle. I need to just like sit and like, I don't know, write it out or something. Cause I still struggle to put, like make it a concise story that makes sense. But in a nutshell, I, I went to a military school for college. It was a very unique college experience. Um, it was not necessarily my favorite, but it was something I was so grateful for. I'm grateful for it now. I was grateful for it when I was walking through it. Four years of um, just a very, you know, rigorous, challenging, structured experience. And uh, the school was only 10% female. Um, and so I remember going through and, you know, as a 
as a for a college student at a school like that you're given tremendous leadership responsibilities because you know you learn all these military type things and um how to how to do all sorts of things that are unique to going to a military school and you learn that usually by students or called cadets who are ahead of you and so i did a lot of that you know training and and teaching and things like that i got really involved and i, I enjoyed it a lot um but kind of going through that and learning like okay what what is Brigitte's leadership style? Like, what is, what is something, how, how do I lead in a way that feels like I am just 100% being true to who I am? And I, um, I just remember feeling, feeling, or not feeling actually, I remember being aware of a lot of pressure to act a certain way because it was only 10% female. So like most people that I was seeing leading around me were, you know, um, I guess maybe leading in a more masculine way than would be natural or normal for me. I'm a very bubbly, nurturing person. Um, and, you know, I remember two instances that really kind of solidified uh, my passion for helping women, you know, our age really, truly just walk in the gifts and talents that God gave us. And like, when you are walking in that, there is power. Like when we are really, truly just being in the two shoes that God has us in and not trying to be in somebody else's body, not trying to act somebody else's way. Um, I really believe like the Lord just opens door after door after door, not that he's withholding it from us, but like, it's just like, there's such a peace that you can get when you are just being who he created you to be. And I do believe that he gave um, women uh, unique gifts and talents and, and a, a way of seeing things um, that is, is, not better than, but just different from men. I, I remember I actually interviewed somebody on my podcast who um, phrased it so beautifully. She said that she believes women are uniquely gifted in the language of the heart. And I totally can wow. get behind that. But anyway, to, to, to get back to the podcast, it came about because, you know, here I was, I was trying to be like, okay, well, I want to be me, not somebody else. Um, and I, I want to be gifted in the language of the heart. I think that's beautiful. Um, and my brother, he went to the same school as me, uh, just at a, at a different time. And he said, you know, Brigida, uh, and he's also a, a Christian. He said, um, the women that I admire most in leadership in my job are the women who just lead like themselves. They're not trying to, you know, they might be in a male environment, but they're not trying to act like, like that. They're just trying to be themselves. And then the other one was um, one of the people that I got to mentor and train. He was a young man, maybe two years younger than me. And he said... <laughs> He said, you know, I had my doubts about you in leadership, but, you know, I really feel like you have just become such a mom to us. And he meant that as a compliment. He was like, I'm actually really grateful for that, you know, that I learned how to just be myself. And, you know, if that looked more momish, like, okay, great. Like, that's impactful in its own way. So anyway, just fast forward, I... um I had that whole experience of trying to figure that out for myself. And I realized that I was given a lot of help. I was given a lot of just good, you know, um, faith-filled encouragement in my walk through learning how to lead like myself. And um, I wanted other people to have that too, because not everybody has that. Not everybody has someone in their corner encouraging them to not be like somebody else, not look to the left or the right, but to really just be who God created them to be. Not everybody has that. And I, I wish I wish that weren't the case, but it's just kind of reality. And so I thought, well, shoot, I will just make a podcast and I'll encourage, you know, whoever wants to listen to um, 
to learn some practical leadership skills and to put them into practice. And, you know, I think over, over time it, it can be a learned skill, but I do think like, I mean, you're a perfect example, Megan, like, um, you're doing a podcast and putting yourself out there and everything you do, um, behind the scenes, like it's not easy, but you're able to do it as you. And like, that's what makes your podcast amazing. Cause like, there's nobody else out there like you. So long story, but that's kind of how it came about. <laughs> I love it. That's, I think that's so sweet. And just getting to know you these past couple of weeks, I think it's shown through in your personality because you, I mean, we've talked about it, like we're both of the younger generation, obviously, um, but you're being a mentor, you're being a guide for those that are coming up behind us that really don't have good role models to look at, or there's not somebody like coming up right now to encourage or uplift or be there for those young girls or young guys that need somebody to encourage them in this season so I I love it Brigida I love it thanks so sweet so encouraging um but you also are so involved in health and wellness which is so 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 important especially with everybody's crazy busy lives and schedules so how can, what are some like small steps people can take to live in an easier, healthy lifestyle? Oh, um, hmm. that's a really good question. Small steps. Um, I would say... Well, I do believe that it would be applicable to pray about. Um, I think that's a small and easy step. I feel like sometimes, uh, and maybe this is just me, but I feel like sometimes in our relationship with God, uh, it, it's um, we can sort of feel like, oh, well, you know, who am I to ask God to get involved in all the tiny details? Uh, but I, I do believe he cares about every aspect of our lives, even if it's just us wanting to get a little energy or even if it's just us wanting to have a healthy habit or something like that. So I, I do think it's, you know, I was praying about that. I think this morning, you know, even just like asking for, uh, the Lord to give us self-control, you know, if that's something maybe we struggle, um, avoiding sweets and we want to fix that. Okay. Like it's okay to pray about it. So that's a small step. Um, but no, some of my favorite little tiny habits that I do that I think really make a difference. Um, if I had to boil it down to just one habit, uh, I would focus on trying to always just have protein, fat, and carb. And I did not introduce that to myself. I actually, uh, a friend of mine named Leah is the one who helped me with that because uh, if we can just focus on balancing our blood sugar, which I feel like blood sugar is really only talked about in like older crowds, but it's so important no matter what your age is because uh, it's important hormonally, you know, and it's important energy-wise to not have you know, a bowl of cereal for breakfast and then you have a high and then you have a crash and then have a soda and then you have a high and then a crash and then have a candy bar and then a high and then a crash and you're just riding this roller coaster all day long. And those were dramatic examples, but you can spike your blood sugar from something that might seem healthy, but like just having a banana. Okay. Well, if you want to have a banana, have it with, you know, a protein and 
of that. That was just something that has just become ingrained in me to where I don't even think about it necessarily now anymore. Um, just having always protein, fat, and carb, whether it's my breakfast, whether it's a smoothie that I'm making, um, adding a little avocado to it, or whether it's, um, you know, if I want to have an apple, I'll have it with some almond butter. That way you can just be even keel all day long. And like, I just think, why not do that tiny little thing up front for yourself to one, make a more satiating snack, but two, so that you can avoid that because with that crash, I feel like it shows up differently for all of us. For me, I'm just going to be totally, totally honest. When I have a crash like that or when I am super tired, um, right, and when you have a blood sugar spike and then a drop, and we aren't always even aware of it. It's just like, oh, man, it's 2 p.m., like I'm sleepy, um, and that's just kind of normal for a lot of us. But for me, um, that can make it hard for me to be positive and energetic. So if I want to be positive and energetic for all the people I get to see all day long, um, I'm going to do myself that tiny little favor and just always have a protein, fat, and carb. So that would be, that would be what I would say. I love it. That's such good advice. And how, so take us back to the beginning. Like, how did you get started on this health and wellness, like journey? Like, was it back in military school or where did it start for you? Oh, definitely started before then. Um, I come from a pretty like health-minded family. So I actually work with my mom. So on the holistic, you know, toxin-free lifestyle side of things, that's my mom. My dad, uh, he was a surgeon, so very medical, and he comes from a pretty medical background. So if you can imagine our dinner table conversation when I was growing up was usually <laughs> very interesting. I actually would be kind of like leery of bringing friends over. I was like, okay, what weird thing are we going to talk about tonight? Um, but no, pretty much everyone in my family is sort of focused on that in a different way. And we all just love learning about it. But I think I stepped into my own journey. I was very competitive in track and field in high school. And I did that a little bit in college. Um, but I just remember exploring on my own, you know, I was maybe a junior or something in high school. And um, this was before, like I didn't have an Instagram or anything like that. Like, I don't think it was popular to be gluten-free. You know, now it's kind of like a little, it's sort of becoming a cool thing, I like to think. Um, yeah. But I remember being like, huh, like I love running and I'm putting a lot of work into my workouts and I really want to like, you know, do well and compete and get better and better and better. Like, I wonder if I take gluten out of my diet, will I feel better? Like I just sort of experimented with myself and I think, you know, nutrition and health sort of started for me there. Um, just to do better in sports, but gosh, Megan, I have grown so much since then. Like, trust me, I have tried the, you know, from that tiny little seed planting, I tried calorie counting, hated that. I've tried, you know, I, I've had plenty of ups and downs, which is why I'm grateful to do what I do now because I feel like, okay, yeah, I know what it's like to not necessarily love what looks back at you in the mirror. I know what it's like to not feel great in your jeans or whatever. Um, but that's where it started was definitely just trying to do better in sports. I love it. Well, that's like a good start though. Like you at least like took the time to figure out like what worked for you rather than just like throwing yourself at like, Hey, everybody's doing the keto diet. So I'm going to go full on keto and then like, you know, developing like not feeling well from that. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I, I think like what, you, what you just said, I like that about how it is. It's pretty, you know, we're pretty unique individuals. Yes, definitely very unique. Yeah. 
But so one question that we ask everybody that comes on the podcast, and I just want to get your nuggets of wisdom on it, is what is keeping you present and just in the moment this day? Like literally today? Yeah. What is keeping me present and in the moment today? <laughs> um, that's pretty easy. I would have to say, I like that question, by the way, but I would have to say it's um, my little boy, Russell. Um, oh, he, is, he is keeping me present because, and I, wow, I just heard him cry in the background. Um, I, you know, we always have older people in our lives always tell us, you know, uh, have that, have fun while you're young, like life flies by, you know um take advantage of things while you can because life just it just flies by and I really I was actually talking with a friend about this this morning and I I I realized I think like I see Russell as such a gift from God right now for many reasons but one of them because he's I've never seen time fly by faster in front of me like I like five months has gone by in the blink of an eye so I feel like okay God like this is such a good reminder that yeah our time here is short and I do need to make the best of it. And I I need to just continue to get better at being present, like you said, and not, you know, fretting about the little things or stressing about stuff that doesn't matter. And that's hard. That is hard for me. I'm such a perfectionist at heart. I can easily get wrapped up in stuff. Um, that's kind of a weakness of mine. I'm a very rigid personality, but having him in front of me all the time is just a constant reminder. Okay, Brigitte, like you need to slow down you need to soak in these days you need to be present with whoever you're sitting down for coffee with you know or whoever you're on zoom with or texting with like just trying to be present um and that is definitely what is keeping me you know in the moment today I love it that's so sweet and your little boy is so precious too so I'm biased but I think so now Brigitte where can everybody go to keep up with your podcast and with like all the things that you're doing with that um well I have a separate Instagram for my podcast but um mostly probably just Instagram I am best you can be without the e so just best you can be that's my Instagram handle and then my podcast handle is best you can be podcast but also without the e I just thought that would be a cute play on words because my name starts with the letter b so I love it. Well, yeah. thank you so much for hanging out with us today. And I hope that this just encourages so many people because you are just such a light to anybody that talks to you. No, oh, thanks, Megan. I've already told you this before, but to give you a tiny little shout out, I love what you're doing. I love the mission you're on. And more importantly, I I, I really love the heart that you have behind it. It's a pretty powerful thing. Thank you so much. And I'm so thankful for you. So thank Ditto. you. Friends, thanks so much for tuning in today to another episode of the This Day Podcast. I hope you took away some incredible nuggets of wisdom that Brigitte shared. And friends, we have some incredible, incredible things coming up within our ministry. We are headed on tour this fall for some incredible nights of worship and women's conferences. So I hope you plan to join us. You can head to the link in our bio, the link wherever you are listening to this podcast find out the cities we are going to be in and we are also headed to israel in november and we want you to come along with us so come on out click the link find out where we are headed all throughout israel and come join us for a trip of a lifetime and y'all we are so excited to partner with emf the educational media foundation 
that is a part of K-Love and Air One. K-Love and Air One, they are an incredible, incredible company that has Christian media, and we are so thrilled to be a part of spreading the good news of the gospel of Jesus Christ to more and more people. So we want you to be a part. If you are looking for a place where you want to thrive in your career, K-Love and Air One and the Educational Media Foundation is that spot. So click the link in the post to find out how you can be a part of EMF and K-Love and Air One. Know that you guys are so, so loved that you are chosen by the God of the universe and walk in that today.